Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. Good to have you here on Listen Up. And we've got our NFL Fantasy Football Roundtable. If you'd like, first one to start talking about fantasy football, I'll open it up for each and every one. I just got back from Vegas. Just an amazing couple of days spent there. Uh, involved with my good friend George McPhee and the Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, what they've done in Vegas and what he's done in Vegas is truly one of the great success stories, I think, in the history of professional sports. To think that they, in six years, have been to two Stanley Cup finals, won a Stanley Cup, been to two other conference finals, and I've only missed the playoffs once, and that was last year. Think about or what I mean last year, the year before they won the Cup. Think about that. Six years and two Stanley Cups, one where they hoisted the Cup, one where they lost to Washington. Pretty remarkable what they've done. The atmosphere at the game last night was just unbelievable and just Incredible. I'm so proud of my friend. I've known him for 45 years. We went to college together and I love his philosophy about building a team. He's all about culture, uh, does not have any bad apples in the locker room, doesn't go that way, uh, believes in integrity, believes in all of the things that would make it uh, very exciting to be a fan of that franchise. Incredible to see what's going on. And I went to their uh, practice facility in Summerlin, watched them practice. And I, I think I mentioned this the other day. They allow fans to watch their practices and they allow fans to come to their skate arounds the morning of a game and they don't charge. You can come in and you can sit down and you can watch the team practice. They have a beautiful team store. They have an incredible restaurant right there in the practice facility. Uh, but they encourage their fans to come and watch the practices where it's so different because in the NBA, everything is secretive and everything is closed, closed practices. And I asked him, you know, how do your players feel about this? He goes, our players love it. They love it when there are a lot of fans there. They absolutely love it. I'm just like, man, that's awesome. So great experience in the game last night, the raising of the uh, Stanley Cup banner, Mark Stone skating out onto the ice with the cup, which I had the uh, distinct pleasure of being with the Stanley Cup on Sunday. It was pretty funny because they brought the cup over. And the the one guy that is the main guy, you can see he's got like white hair, right? Gray hair. I call it white, but it's really white. And uh, he's very famous in the hockey world uh, because he his job is to take care of the Stanley Cup. And then they had two others with him. But it's pretty remarkable. But anyway... So the cup is at George's house where I'm staying for the last couple of days. And so the cup arrives and they put the Stanley cup on this table in George's courtyard. And I go to grab the cup. He goes, you can't hoist the cup. I go, what do you mean? I can't hoist the cup. He goes, you can't hoist the cup. I'm like, you're joking, right? He goes, no, you can't. He goes, don't. I'm like, you're telling me I can't pick the Stanley cup up and put it over my head. He goes, no. I go, why not? He goes, you're not part of the team. I'm like, and I'm looking at him. And then I look back at the guy that is in charge of the Stanley Cup, and he's shaking his head. He goes, you can hold the cup. So George and I grabbed the Stanley Cup, and we got pictures with me holding one side and him holding the other side. 
but can't hoist it over your head. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, okay, I won't hoist it over my head. The, the sacred Stanley Cup, not allowed to be hoisted over your head unless you're a part of the team. And then George and one other designed the rings. And he said it was quite a process to design the rings. And these rings, and I put it on my social media account, if you want to see it, are unfreaking believable. And then they got the players' wives, these beautiful pendants. I mean, they take your breath away. They're so beautiful. The necklace that they gave the wives and girlfriends of the players. And George was explaining to me that they gave away to their employees 104 tier one rings. Tier one means like the real deal. A lot of organizations have different types of tiers in the rings. Like they'll have the real one and then they'll have a one that's not as nice, doesn't have as many diamonds and then so on and so forth, depending on your position with the team. And George was like, no. And he talked to the owner, Bill Foley. And he said, Bill, we're, we're, we're doing this the right way. We're, we're a first class organization and we're, we're, we're going to do this the right way. And you're going to have people all over the country talking about the way we do it here and all over North America. And on Sunday at the Wynn Hotel, they had the ring ceremony. And it was the most unbelievable first class. Like, you can't even believe it. And all the players walked up to George and thanked him profusely. And guys that had won the cup before said, George, this blows away the ring I got with this organization. And you know what happens? All the players get on the phone with their buddies, send them pictures of their ring that play on other teams. And it's just amazing with the culture and what George has uh, done. But when I put that ring on my finger, and I'm not exaggerating now, right? You can go look at my Twitter account. It is the size of a golf ball. The size of a golf ball. And I'm just like, wow. And if you want to buy one of those rings, you can. You can buy a ring for $100,000. So if you're a fan of the Vegas Golden Knights and you want one of those rings, and the good thing is if you don't want to wear it, you can use it as a golf ball. All right? $100,000 if you want to go buy it. Pretty amazing. Gave 104 rings to players, coaches, employees, equipment managers, broadcasters, trainers, so on and so forth. Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing experience. And boy, the, the crowd last night, wow, that was unbelievable. All right, if you want to get in on the program today, all you need to do is raise your hand and we will put you right on. All right, let's get to Al. Al will start us off here on this Wednesday. Hey, Al. Dave, can you hear me? Go ahead. I got to apologize. I've been out of commission for the past week. I've had a lot of things going on. Uh, I was out, out of town for a while, but no service. So I got to apologize for not. But I've been listening to all the podcasts, listening to you and Sean's uh, wonderful information. Your your uh, podcasts on Mondays are always the best. But uh, that's a great that's a great story. I love your I always laugh to myself when uh you talk about how George finagled you a game seven uh, Rangers Canucks uh, uh, game seven ticket. but could only get once if unfortunately yep. Bert, Bert couldn't join you. And then you're sitting yep. in the day, Vancouver uh, fan section. He couldn't get you to yep. the director section. You're the only one in the yep. section right? because yep, yep. your plane got delayed. Yep. Pretty amazing that all the, the wives and the family members didn't get to the game until almost the end of the second period. Yeah, very true. It sounds like an amazing man. I mean, I would love to hear if you could ever get him on a podcast. I would love to hear. Well, you know, his... we talked about that. We talked about that uh, today. Uh, he dropped me off at the airport today because they're flying. They're in San Jose. They play the Sharks tomorrow. And uh, I said, you know what, George? I said, because, you know, I mean, it sounds like I, you, you know what he said? This is, this is exactly how he answered a question. He said, Napes, what, whatever will help you i will do for you what and I'm like, wow. that's exactly what he said and you know he's a and again i hate to go because people know who george mcphee is but you gotta understand i mean he played for the rangers uh 
coming right out of college after one year in the minors. And that was my team that I, you know, was my favorite team, obviously. And that was, that was a huge thrill for me to go watch him play in the playoffs at Madison Square Garden. But, you know, he's a better husband and a better father than he is as a general manager and president of the team. He's a phenomenal, he and his wife, Leah, have been married for, well, out of college and he's got three amazing kids and, He's going to be wow. a grandfather. He's going to be a grandfather for the first time in three weeks. And I'm oh, so happy for him. Uh, he's great. He's great. But you know what he's done, Al? Think about this. To, to have an expansion team and you have know, them go all the way to the finals in the first year, that's just unbelievable. Nate, that, that's, that just speaks to his, his, his knowledge and ability. But you know, I love how he includes the family in, in, the, in the whole process. It's a, it's a family type feeling. I love that, yep. man. I'll personally, you know, and, and – and, uh, you know, uh, nobody thought that I heard you. Uh, I listened to all the shows when well, when I was out of touch, but I was listening. And go, I heard you say nobody thought that what hockey, NHL hockey in Vegas, that's not going to work. That'll never work. Yep. And yep. George comes in and not only does it make it work, but like you pointed out, it's, it's sold out. It's passionate. It's we were, I was in it. My brother does a siblings. uh trip to Vegas uh, every year. He wants me and my sister get and him get together. And he's a year, I mean, he's your age and he's die. He's a diehard San Francisco, everything uh, sports fan. And he, we go there we're, I was there and talking to uh, people when they were, you know, in the play, in the heat of the playoffs this last year, I can in uh, May or June, I think. And, and like there, everybody's just so into it. So George just sounds like an amazing, gracious, so I mean, amazing. You're just a hard worker. Your, over your career, man, over all the people you've well, met that are so, so good, such good people like yourself, you know. I'll tell you a quick story about George's work ethic. So after George got done playing hockey, he went to law school at Rutgers. And on Memorial Day weekend, George, me and one other friend of George's, we went on. It was either a two day or a three day cruise out of Miami to Nassau. I can't remember if it was two nights or three nights. And I, I kid you not. There is a picture that they take when you go on cruises. When you walk on the ship, you stop before you get on and they take your picture, right? There is a picture of me, George, and George's buddy. And in George's hands are his textbooks. And I'll never forget this. We get on the cruise ship and I'm like, George, what the hell are you doing? I go, we're away for for Memorial Day weekend. He goes, Napes, I got work to do. I'm in law school. I can't take off like three straight days. And literally, I'm not exaggerating. Me and the other buddy, we'd be out drinking. We'd be cruising on, you know, and George would be like, I got to do, I got to finish this. And he'd be literally sitting on the deck of the ship in a quiet area with his textbook. And I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. His work ethic was absolutely unfreaking believable. And he's still like that today. He has the most amazing work ethic. And I, I have the utmost respect for the guy. Well, when did he play for the Rangers? I mean, what was his career like? Not, did he throw his first good, fan? Uh, he was he became a fan favorite in the very first game of uh, his career. He played his first game ever was in the playoffs. Game three, it was at home. They played the first two games in Philadelphia, and he was a tough guy. Even though he was a five nine and one hundred and seventy two pounds, he was a tough guy, and he took Ooh. on one of the tough guys from Philadelphia and beat him to a pulp. Uh, at Madison Square Garden in game three. And the fans ever since then loved George. He became an instant fan favorite, played with the Rangers for a number of years, had a cup of coffee with the Winnipeg Jets, and then played with the Devils. Uh, Unfortunately, he had his career cut short uh, because they had a severe groin injury, a very bad groin Mm. injury. And for skating, you know, you can, but he played seven years, six, seven years in the NHL. And then, you know, he decided, you know what? Okay, I want to be in management. And he went to uh, law school, and then his first big job was uh, the assistant hockey uh, assistant director of hockey operations for the Vancouver Canucks. And uh, he uh, was with the great late Pat Quinn up in Vancouver. And then from there, he got his, uh, the full time job as the general manager in Washington. That's a that's a wonderful wonderful memories and stories. What a gracious human being. Um, I did have a fancy type question i'm sorry i missed last week's uh, round table because okay. i was uh, all flummoxed with a lot of things going on but i did have a trade question um so if anybody i see connor's foot on here ryan and john and 
Pat, and I like Kyle to call in. He's a Boston fan, but I like I like this input. He helped me a couple of weeks ago, and he suggested Tank Dell for a free agent pickup. So we can get some fantasy going. Even Jeff's out there. I'm looking to see. I see Jeff's picture on his on his card. Oh, night. No, that's a dog. Never mind. But yeah. <laughs> Well, go ahead. What's your question? And we'll see if we can get other well, people I, I, on the round I, table. I got offered Najee Harris. I have Jacoby Myers, a young wide receiver for the Raiders. He's playing very well. Now, my running back situation has been kind of dicey. I've got uh, Austin Eckler for the Chargers, but he's missed the last three games. Now, he's supposed to come back this week. And I got Brees Hall, who had a big you know, coming out game for the Jets. But I, I, I just... You know, I could probably and then Jacoby. He's a solid player, but that's what I need. I need Najee okay. Harris for Jacoby Myers. All right, now hang on. I do want to get to Rich because I want to make sure that Rich is not over in Europe and with the time difference. And I know he's not. We're going to talk fantasy with Rich, but Al, we'll get right. more people on with you. Hang on, Al. Rich, are you still over in Europe? Oh no, you're in Argentina. I'm sorry, you were in Buenos Aires, not Europe. I can't even keep track of you. How yes. are you? Are you in? Uh, are you in Buenos yeah. Aires? I'm in Buenos Aires as we speak. Yes. Yeah. How are you? you Everything good? Yeah, I hear you good. Great, man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's almost bedtime here, man. It's 9.15 p.m. Well, I wanted to get you on before we started the roundtable because I'm like, okay, you know what? I want to make sure that I'm not keeping Rich up too late. How how do you enjoy Argentina? Oh, man, we're having so much fun. It's amazing. And, you know, we just came from a restaurant. We met actually a friend of ours that that, – from San Diego area that just flew in today and, uh, and we went out to dinner with him and, you know, the name of the restaurant was Dandy. And I know you love that adjective Dandy. And I swear it made me think of you and I had to let you know, I said, yeah, yeah, Grant would love hearing this then. And it was freaking Dandy. It was a three level. Yeah, where'd you go to eat tonight? I went to a dandy of a restaurant. I went yeah, to I love a that. Dandy restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> it was. You got to find one that says, oh boy. Oh boy. Well, that would be, that would be something. But I, we got about the closest to that, you know. But, yeah. Rich, but I want you a, and Nate. I need you and Nate to do a, a, a podcast on, on travel tips, man. If you guys could do oh a podcast. I know your wife's yeah. steering, steering, driving, driving the, the car on the, yeah. on the she's, trip, she's trip driving the ship. Yeah. 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 I'm just a cabana boy. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like, wherever you want me to go, hon, if it's Buenos Aires, which yeah. I remember you saying in an earlier show, you love Buenos Aires. And then she's, she, she, she's the CEO of the, but still you can get her on there too. And the three, you do like, Travel tips yeah. for people who need help. God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Rich, yeah, I got to we tell you, man, I'm really. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was just going to yeah. say, I'm really no, glad I'm you saying, pulled we in. Had, we had, we've, yeah. you know, we've got a great travel guide. This guy picks us up and, you know, we've got a, a personal travel guide that takes us, took us all over town and he takes different areas. And, and it was so funny because on, on Sunday, uh, it, we went out to this way about an hour, hour and a half hour drive out of town to this old ranch and we got went did horseback riding and then we had some music and and a lunch with all this food and 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 on the way out this guy I I had my Steelers shirt on right and this guy stopped me and he said in kind of broken English he says I'm sorry your Steelers are losing it's 10 to 3 or something <laughs> like that or something, that's funny you know and then I come and I, yeah. come, and I you know I wasn't looking you know and then I come to find out we ended up winning the freaking game against the Ravens I couldn't believe that <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, listen, man, I'm really happy. I'm really happy that you called, and I'm I'm very glad that uh, you're having such a good time. And yeah. uh, when do you get back? When do you get back stateside? On the 18th. Yeah, back on the 18th. Great. Well, you yeah. enjoy your you enjoy your final week over there, and you uh, stay safe. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Grant. You take care. Thank you, Rich. See you, Rich. I appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks for checking in. Take care, Al. All right. That's good stuff right here. All right, let's get stay to some safe. more folks. We got John joining us on the roundtable. John, you're on with uh, Al and Grant. How are you, buddy? I'm doing good. First thing I wanted to say, Rich, it's 9.15 and you're talking to Grant freaking Napier. That is not late to Grant Napier. <laughs> no, <laughs> right. it is not. That's right, big John. John, did the Cowboys play yeah. on Sunday night? I, I missed that oh, game because I was in Vegas. I was watching this uh, basketball game and then uh, something happened. Yeah, there was a game. Something happened. Oh, there man. was. Okay, I was just checking. Okay, I got you. Uh, Nate, come on, man. Get John a break. It was a, you know, it was you a know, you, you know what the greatest thing I saw uh, on Sunday night was that uh, 
Dak Prescott got frustrated and threw his helmet, but it was intercepted. <laughs> but was that a big surprise, though, Grant? I could see that coming as well as you could. That wasn't a big surprise. In a freaking clutch moment like that. You talked about it before, and I am pretty realistic. I know the Niners are absolutely freaking stacked. Absolutely uh, stacked. One thing maybe is the offensive line, but it didn't look like it on Sunday, so. I know. We got Ryan. We got we, we got Ryan. We got Ryan joining us too on the round table. Ryan, how are you, buddy? Good how about afternoon. Them Seahawks, how about them Seahawks? How you guys doing, gentlemen? Doing good. Oh, you have good, a good, any, yeah, you, got any, you got any help for Al, Ryan? Uh, Al, I, I kind of think you're in a no-win situation there. Um, you know, Pittsburgh, Najee, he's been underperforming. Pittsburgh <laughs> struggling. Right. Um, uh, you know, the Raiders, Jimmy G's throwing a pick every game. When they do throw the ball, they're targeting Adams regardless of the coverage most of the time, and they're starting to ramp up Josh Jacobs. So it, something tells me Pittsburgh's going to come around and Oakland's gonna, or Las Vegas is going to continue to drop. So maybe go with Najee if you're um, in a PPR. Right. Well, I was just thinking – and, John, you can chime in, too. I know you always say, hey, I don't want to bother you, but I love your input. You're a diehard cow- Cowboys. have been my nemesis for 55 years of Rams football. But, you know, I'm just thinking, I saw Le'Veon Bell came out with a comment. You know, Najee's he, – he's struggling. He's getting, he's getting touches, but he can't get the yards. It's like – it's like Napier's like, you know, averaging about three yards a pop, man. He's getting a lot of, lot of touches. But, yeah, I just – Al, there's no passing game. That's the problem. Yeah. Yeah. And they have a, what do you think, John? John's not there, man. I think kind of like Grant said that, is it almost too late for this? You're, or like Ryan said, you're in a no win situation. So I'm not sure which way you go and me not having a team. I'm not, you know, I'm not dialed in as much as, as you guys. Oh, I'm two and three, and I got and Brees Saw and he had a Brees Saw had a had a coming coming out a game, uh, and uh, Sala came out and said he's out, he's no more pitch count for Brees. So, Bar, I'm hoping he can can stay healthy. And I've had Eckler, he had a big week one, but then he's missed the last three weeks. He's coming back, so I'm not in real bad shape. But you know, I just uh, that was the offer. I could maybe cover myself yeah. in case. Yeah, a breeze. If you're two and three yeah. right now, Jeff, you're not doing bad. You're over. It's so early right now. You're not doing bad in any league, no matter what, no matter what it is. Jeff, yeah. if Jeff, if that's the case with your running backs, I would 100% keep Jacoby Myers. Um, not okay. not for the free legal services, but Eckler's going to play much better. Um, he's gonna. He. I think they kept him out to go into the bye week precautionary. Right. So, um, Brees Hall, like you exactly said, I, I, that's exactly what I knew. They weren't gonna. They, he could have gone, but they weren't gonna. And they're playing the Raiders, and they weren't gonna. They had the bye week coming up. But uh, I appreciate that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it a little bit more thought. And and uh, anybody else got anything? Uh, I know you're not doing it, and John doesn't do it, but. Is uh, Kyle out there or uh, C- Cody, man? You guys call in, man. How many teams does Jeff have? <laughs> you know what, uh, John? Cody's the one that has like eight teams. I think Jeff might have one or two, but I don't know. I'd like to hear from those guys, but they're out there. All right, there. Well, here's Cody. Co- All right, Al, hang on. Cody, go ahead, buddy. Cody? Hello? Can you hear me? Go ahead. You're on with us. Go ahead. Um, as far as your trade – I, I would keep Jacoby Myers for sure. He he's looked really good with the Raiders. Yeah. They're going to be trailing. They're going to be losing games. They're going to have to pass. And they covered Devontae with the number one corner. So, oh, man, they were rolling like everybody. It. They were rolling everybody to Devontae's uh, side, man. I mean, they were. I, I think the the whole thinking was they're going to not let him have a big game against this old team because they were at least the way I saw it. I don't know. But they're rolling coverages and double teaming him. And so he's hitting Jacoby in the slot and over the middle. So, yeah. Well, okay. Jacoby, they play the Patriots this week. So that's his old team, too. They made a mistake. They should have kept Jacoby Myers, the Patriots. You know, he's been, except for one week, 
Uh, Cody, who's done really well for me. I got no complaints. He scored two touchdowns week one. I drafted the kid just on a whim. You know, I didn't really know a lot about him. I just go looking at the doing my research and kid's been playing well. He's got he had a, quite a few targets because, like you said, they were doubling uh, Devontae and rolling that coverage there. But I'll, I'll keep it in mind. You got any questions or any anything uh, for us that you're dealing with? I'm just I'm just hoping Deshaun Watson can go. <laughs> I may do on the bye week, but man, two weeks in a row if I can't use him. He didn't practice today, and it wouldn't surprise me if he doesn't want to get beat up by that 49ers defense. Let me ask you, uh, uh, who's your uh, – do you got a backup? Um, I've got a Kenny Pickett and then a Derek Carr on a couple teams, and I, I kind of filled in Sam Howell this past week, and he actually did really good. I like Howell. I was watching that yeah, game. That might be your best option, Hal, over the rest of your team. But man, having Deshaun Watson out, man, that's shooting your season down potentially. No, I'm a die. I'm a longtime Rams fan. I'm not going to come across biased, but I think Stafford could put up some numbers against the Cardinals because you know they, he threw two touchdowns against the Eagles, and you know they kind of sh- shut, you know, made it pulled away in the second half. But Stafford's and Cup, man, him getting back on the same page. If he's out there. I'm telling you, for for a pickup for one week at least, in the Cardinals, who the McVay's eleven and two, you know, head to head. I like Stafford. If you're if you're if you're looking for a quarterback, that's that's just my opinion. Anybody else? That's all I got. Nope. That's all I got, Nate. Hey, you talked about that picture at the beginning of the cruise. I'd rather see the picture at the end of the cruise. Woo. No, you don't yeah. want to see that. No, uh, you mean the picture of <laughs> the dog? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that oh was a beautiful dog. Thank Everybody's you. got to agree to that one. Yeah, it was, you know. Yeah, that's Absolutely. a nice pair of dog. That's the nicest pair of dog I've ever seen in a long hey, time. I'm a, I'm a very good videographer, so uh, I appreciate no all you guys. About that, uh, yeah. Yep. Thank you guys for the advice, man. I appreciate the, appreciate the, uh, the assistance. Take care. Thank you very much, uh, my producer, Al. We say thank you very much running the show right here, which is I'm grateful for that. A little help. And uh, if you want to get on the program, all you got to do is raise your hand uh, and we will do it. The uh, NFL tomorrow with the Chiefs and the Broncos. That is starting us off on Thursday night football. We say hello to Left Terrace. Left Terrace, how are you? Are you back in the States or are you still overseas? Hey, folks, I want to talk to you about Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. i got to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. That is until I found Z-Biotics. Z-Biotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. It was invented by Ph.D. scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Zbiotics produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. Just remember to make Zbiotics your first drink of the night. Drink responsibly, and you'll feel your best tomorrow. And again, I was a bit on the fence about Zbiotics initially, but then I was at a birthday party. Uh, my buddy and his wife had rented out a restaurant, and I had a couple of drinks, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give this a shot tonight. And you know what, folks? Believe me, it is the real deal. Vacations, weddings, birthdays, reunions. Hey, there's so much going on, right? Get the most out of your spring plans by stocking up on pre-alcohol now. Go to zbiotics.com slash grant to get 15% off your first order when you use grant at checkout. Zbiotics is back with 100% money back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember, go to zbiotics.com slash grant. Use the code grant at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Left Harris, can you hear me? All right, we'll put him back in the audience, and then uh, we'll see if we can get Left Harris back on. We'll get John back on. What's up, John? Can you hear me? John, you there? Yep, go ahead. Yeah, all right. Uh, first off, uh, that was fun, shooting the bull with all the guys and everything. And uh, Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was great. And, and hey, I missed maybe the first three minutes, and as soon as I hopped on, I noticed you were talking about the ceremony and your old college buddy, McPhee, and everything, man. And what a great freaking moment, a ring ceremony uh, ceremony, and great. all of that stuff. And, and you telling the story that you can't lift it over your head unless you're on the teams. But yep. so now can McPhee – can George, can he lift it over his head? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're part of the organization, player. you have to be. Yes, if you're part of the right. organization, yes. But I'm not That's part of I'm the organization. To, you yes. don't have to be a player, but if you're part no, of the organization, you have to be part of the organization. That's correct. That's the one thing that I kind of got. Hey, I got chills thinking about it. You know, as you were saying it, you're. Hey, you like I said, more often than once, you should speak for a living, man, because you told that story eloquently. And man, like I said, I caught on a little bit late, but. It was so great. And you and I have talked about getting George on your show on one of your podcasts, man, that's going to be so fun to do. And, and for him, for him to be so good at what he does still, cause you always said, even in college, he wasn't the best hockey player, but he just, no, he was, playing no, he, 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 he was, he won the Hobie Baker award his senior year in college, which is the equivalent of that's the Heisman trophy of college hockey. Okay. I was, I mean, that's I pretty good. He won, he won the Heisman. He won yeah. the Heisman of college hockey, which is the Hobie Baker Award. Now, he was a very, very good player in college. I was mistaken, though. I didn't know that. I thought that's okay. he was just no a great. I thought I knew that he was well schooled, and uh, I knew yep. he was a tough guy. Is what I knew, and yep. he was a very little tough. tough guy. And I remember, but he did it. He did everything. He I've scored heard the goals. Story. He, yeah, yeah. I've heard the story before about him. The yep. same one you told earlier earlier about yep. him laying out. Was it Rowan? I don't even remember who it was. Rowan well, there were a lot of guys he fought. He used to fight everybody. But, yeah. uh, you know, he was yeah. also scoring well, goals. And, he was uh, the yeah, cooler. Was, and that's what yeah. he did. He was the cooler yeah. in the. He was a very you know, talented player. In the NHL. And he was great yeah. at it. Yeah. I can't wait to have him on one of your podcasts. I hope it's one. He, well, he told me, uh, he said, to, I didn't even ask him. His wife said, you know, you yeah. should really have George on your podcast. And George goes, yeah, Napes. And then we talked about it yeah. today in the car, and I, I said, you know, you really want to come on? He goes, Napes, if it if it helps you, I will come on. I'll do whatever you need me to do. I'm like, okay, thanks. But his wife's yeah. the first one that brought it up. She goes, why don't you have George on your podcast? And I started laughing. I'm like, yeah, okay, I will, you know. Yeah, well, that's so. what you told me a year ago. You said, or more, perhaps more. You I know why? I'm going to tell you. Let me, I'm going to interrupt you for a minute. You know why I don't you know why I'm hesitant to have George on my podcast is because George and I have 45 year 47 years of history and yeah. George wait, wait a minute George is the president of hockey operations for Vegas and I want to make the podcast um not just about the Vegas Golden Knights but I I really want to go back to our days at Bowling Green and some great, and I don't want to ask him anything that I, I don't want to cross the boundary with him because of his position and get into any delicate areas where I think it's funny and I'm trying to make a joke. And do you know what I mean? I don't want, I, 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 I want to be, yeah. I mean, because we live in such a messed up society now where if you say one thing, as, as I well know, you know, people can take it the wrong way. And, you know, so that's that was one of my main reasons, because when George and I am together, like we were for the last four days, we're joking. We're having a great time. Uh -huh. It's almost like we're still back in college. And I can't uh -huh. do that on the podcast. I want to do it, but I, I got to be careful. That's probably that's that's why I've been somewhat hesitant about having him on. But I will have him on. I know you will. Hey, man, I can imagine just the cab ride to the airport and stuff. You guys shooting the shit like it was the old days. Like you were at Put in Bay, all right. I can yeah. imagine. I want to hear. I want to hear some of those stories. I don't need to hear. I can hear anything, any story, but you know, I don't need to be well, intricate. Like you're saying, you don't. I don't need you to overstep your bounds. Just any little bit, because the stories are stories, and no matter what 
portion of it you tell it's just like you know you having dinner with roger staubach i've heard yep. i've heard that it was amazing. three four five times now but every time grant there's something different next time you have want to talk about having dinner with roger again my ears perk up i can't wait because yep. you know he's one of the good yep. guys you know that i grew up uh, he was the best. sports because because yep. he's one of the good guys and then you know i was a Ra- i love fred bolitnikoff and the raiders too and they were bad guys yeah but man it's something about passionate people like that well go look at my twitter page today and look at the picture i put up from the las vegas airport at the general aviation where the team flew out of today just go look I'm at gonna. the the picture on my uh twitter page john i got a roll man you have a good night Hey, Grant, happy Wednesday, my friend. Thank you. Keep it up, and we'll talk again soon. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, quite a story with him. Let's get to Lefteris. Hello, Lefteris. How are you today? Hi, Grant. Can you hear me now? Yep, I can hear you, sir. How are you? Good. Um, to answer your question, I came last Sunday night, midnight, uh, after five weeks. It was a long vacation. Okay, uh, welcome back. Thank you. Um, I just want to get back and say, um, I mean, it's unbelievable sometimes when you read and uh, uh, the quarterback for the Niners, uh, Brock, doesn't get the credit he deserves. And get, they keep saying, they keep saying that he played for the system and uh, it's just uh, everything's ready for him. Uh, I just want to have, uh, remind everybody that the last uh, year uh, when the Niners lost to the Eagles, uh, it's because he got hurt, and the Niners, without him, they could not win of the course. game. Yeah, everybody knows that. So, sure. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I understand how they keep saying that, that now that uh, they're winning, oh, Brock found an easy job because he has a very good defense, very good offense. I mean, they, can't, they don't remember what happened last year. I mean, without him, the Niners are not going anywhere. So... I just want to bring yep. that up. Yep, spot on. Well, welcome back. Yep. Good to have you back, and uh, we'll hopefully talk to you again soon. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, take care. Bye-bye. All right, if you want to get in on the program, all you got to do is raise your hand, uh, and we will do it. And the Kings play tonight, uh, preseason basketball against the Lakers, so another opportunity to uh, check in on how they're doing. Let's get to Ryan and Sacktown. Welcome back, buddy. Hey, buddy. Um, Since it's Wednesday, just wanted to give everybody a quick update on our Fantasy Pick'em League. Um, The names that I can recognize, um, I will read out uh, their standings. Flynnbot is uh, 44-33. and We've got Lou Loomis also at 44-33. and We dropped down a little bit further. We've got Napes at 42 and 35 and a huge shout out right now. Leading the listen app group in the league is Miss Anita. Raw dog Crawford is at 44 and 33 tied up with that group. So I love that. That's great. That is where we stand. So everybody make sure if you're in the league, keep getting your picks in. I know a few of us have missed picks here and there, but uh, everybody's doing pretty good. We got a lot of people over 500 against spread. That's good. That is good. My buddy, uh, that's Flimbot is my fraternity brother from college. So uh, he uh, lives in uh, Cleveland and uh, I'm very happy that he. Uh, joined on with us so that's good yeah, uh, that's good I'm happy that he's doing so well that's that's awesome he's a his you know his big drawback in life is he's a Browns fan but we can't oh. you can't help that you can't help everyone you know yeah you definitely cannot that that is a pretty big drawback though Napes yeah I mean, no it is Brown, oh, yes my goodness never never seen him win uh, I used to make fun of all my fraternity brothers so you know, they had the Brian Sipe interception in the end zone then you had the John Elway drive then you had the Ernest Biner fumble and so, yeah, you know, my my fraternity brothers, they hated me when I was uh, uh, talking to them about how bad all the, the the Cavaliers stunk. The Indians were horrible. <laughs> the Browns were horrible. Yeah, I, I used to love piling it on. That's for sure. <laughs> love it. I mean, it's hard to root for a franchise when your team colors are brown and orange. Uh, it, it, you know it's what? just really tough. Those were my colors at college. Go Google, go, go Google Bowling Green State University, the Falcons. We had the same exact colors as the Browns. And I'll never forget my freshman year in college and they handed us out our lacrosse uniforms. And yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, these are so freaking ugly. I'm just like, oh, my God, you know, please, why are you doing this? And then after my first year, they, we got the Letterman jacket and it was, um, 
you know, brown with orange sleeves. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I can't even wear this. I go, I'm so proud that I'm a, I'm a varsity letterman, but I go, God, the jacket is horrible, you know? Well, I mean, at least you stood out, you know? <laughs> well, you definitely stood out, you know? You There's a stood out, green you know? player. Yeah, oh absolutely. God. All right, bud. We'll have a great night, man. Take care. Uh, yeah, we used to, all the, all the, all the athletes, they'd be walking around with their Letterman jackets on, the bowling green, brown, with the orange sleeves. Oh, God, I hated those things. I, mean, I was proud to have it, but I'm like, gosh, why did I go to a college with such ugly color schemes? Oh, you know, I remember lacrosse. You know, we had, we wore, a, uh, our home jerseys were white with orange numerals and brown shorts. And I'm like, good Lord. Who, who did this? You know? Oh, well, you do what you got to do. All right, let's get to Jerry in Sacramento. Hi, Jerry. Hey, Grant. What's going on, my friend? What's happening? Hey, Grant, got a question for you. You know what? Last year uh, for the King season, you know, your ratings are really high. Uh, how do you uh, how do you think your ratings will be this year for calling Kings games? Or not calling King games, but, you know, you know uh, just doing the pregame and postgame shows. Well, I think it's going to be better, Jerry, because a lot more people now know what I'm doing. I've got more followers, more listeners. And so I'm, I'm really hoping that our audience grows. And, uh, you know, again, I'm sure we'll have a lot depends on the, the night of the game. Is there a competition with the NFL? What time did the game start? Are, are they playing a good team? I mean, all of those things. So I'm pretty confident that we're going to do very well and um, have a lot of people that are watching our shows. And then Grant, remember to this Grant that uh, you know uh, last year there was uh, a few games or uh, there were thirty thousand plus that would call. Or, yes. Uh, that would yes. respond to your show. I mean, that's pretty good, yes. Grant. That's not pretty good. That's very, very, very good. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I guarantee you, I have more people watching my shows with Ryan than any other show in Sacramento, including the Kings post game show on TV. And Grant, just let you know too that uh, KHTK, they're on their third duo uh, since you left that slot. You know what? That has to tell you something right there that you've done that show for 26 years by yourself and with other people. Uh, that you know what? Three people, uh, the third time that KHTK has changed, uh, that you know, they can't find anybody. That, I mean, it's just you know what? And I have you, three word. I have three words for you. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> Grant Napier. You know what? That's why. Because I when I because because when I when I win my lawsuit, <laughs> maybe I'll buy the station and you and I can do a show together. How does that sound? Grant, I would love to. I would love for you to buy that show, Grant. You know what? Hey, you know, Sacramento sports is not the same with Grant Napier being behind the mic. Thank you, thank my you, friend. buddy. Have a good Thank day, you. you, Thank you, you. Take care. Hey, Jerry. Yes. Jerry. Yes. You, you're, you're still on board with me on my preseason pick where I had the Niners winning 14 or 15 games, right? Yes, I am, sir. And okay. I just want to make sure. Just want to make sure. You know, I mean, <laughs> when I told you I thought they would lose week one, and you go, Grant, I'm a little confused. You told you said that the, that they would win 14. I'm like, yes, I did, because I don't think they're going to go 17 and 0. Now, I still don't think they're going to go 17 and 0, Jerry. But tell me, through five weeks of the NFL season, who's better than San Francisco? Grant, I would say nobody's better than San Francisco, nope. Grant. But then again, too, Grant, you know, it's only week five. Uh, I know. You, I know. Grant, uh, so do you see them winning probably 16 games, Grant? I mean, the way they're playing, Grant, it's like, oh, my you know, God. Seriously. There are a couple of factors that go into that, Jerry. Number one, when you get to week 16 and 17, do the games mean anything? Do they play their guys all four quarters or do they play them only two quarters? Uh, and then there will be some injuries that, you know, pop up. And then there will be a game where they're just not ready to play for whatever reason. Maybe it's a lesser opponent and they're on the road and they get a little cavalier and, you know, it's the NFL. I mean, it, it obviously no one's ever done it before. So I, I don't think they're going to go undefeated. No. And when I say no one's ever done it, I'm talking about, you know, outside of the 14 game schedule that the Miami yes. Dolphins did. Right. Grant, uh, a friend of mine uh, sent me a video of Mark Davis um, at a Las Vegas casino playing the slots. 
And he was saying that, you know, do you think this man feels lucky after the Raiders won? I don't know if it was a real picture, Grant, but, you know, what, what do you I think? I can't imagine. I can't imagine Mark Davis being at a casino after the game playing slots. I, I don't, I don't, I don't believe that. Okay, because you know what, Grant, it sure it the man, you know, it sure looked like him, Grant. It's yeah, like, but I, it could be photoshopped, could be everything. Right. What would Mark? First of all, what what would Mark Davis be doing playing slots uh, after the game? Come on, come on. <laughs> I know, Grant. Uh, Grant, let me ask you one more thing. So, uh, you know what? When your lawsuit comes finally. Finally, to an end, you know what? So, well, Chris Weber and the guys that made comments towards you, they were really, really, really bad. Uh, what's going to happen to them, Grant? Is there any kind of jail time that these guys? No, you know, what? there's nothing's going to happen to them because people already know about them. I mean, everyone knows that Chris Weber's a convicted villain, lied to the grand jury. Everyone knows about Matt Barnes' arrest record. And, you know, Matt is, you know, just a, a, a despicable person. At times, and at other times, he's a really good person. He's it's a shame because he has a lot of great qualities, but he also has a lot of horrible qualities. I've always said this about him. He's got an anger management issue. But you know what? He still came on my show every week. He asked. I didn't ask him. He asked me to play in my golf tournament and then spent nearly $10,000 at the auction. But yet I'm a closet racist. Well, if I'm a closet racist, why are you coming on my show every week? And why did you ask to play in my golf tournament? And why did you spend nearly $10,000 to help me and send my kids to college explain that to me would you please oh boy younger that's a pretty good question grant uh no it's not a it's not a pretty good question it's a great question but unfortunately it's a question that the sacramento media is afraid to ask him right they're afraid to go up and ask him that grant why do you think they're afraid to ask questions like that grant they are you know I, I, i because this is a cupcake town when it comes to the media all right there are very very few people it is jerry Jerry, I mean, I'm just calling it the way it is. There are very few people in this community that are in the media that have a backbone. Very few. And you talk about the radio station I used to work for and why they keep on going through different hosts all the time. Because no no one is worth listening to over there because nobody has a backbone. Nobody has an opinion. And it's, it's, it's just a joke. I mean, it's a joke. I mean, it's an absolute joke. It really is. Grant, let me ask a question. Uh, back in the 80s, early 90s with the... Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Grant, with that jump hook. Why do you think more players do not want to do that? That shot is unstoppable. Why do you think that has stopped? That's a great question, Jerry. I, I don't know. But I do know that the entire inside game of the NBA is disappearing because it's now a three-point shooting game. But I'm with you. I think if you could develop the sky hook, it's not really a shot that you can defend. It's a very good question. Grant, what do you think about uh, Mike Brown saying that Sasha might not even be in the rotation? Did you hear that? No, I didn't hear that. Yeah, uh, they had an interview with him. Uh, I think yesterday or a couple of days ago that there was uh, that he was saying that uh, that Sasha might not even be in the in the rotation, and they're asking him why. Well, uh, you know, I did a rant on this yesterday, and based on social media, uh, I've, I'm hearing that I Sasha's going to be. Yeah. I, I'm hearing that Sasha's going to be the next Larry Bird, and my my. <laughs> My take is, can we at least wait a couple of weeks? Can we at least get through maybe five or 10 regular season games before we anoint this guy as the next Larry Bird? I mean, he played 11 minutes in the second half of the first preseason game against the Raptors, okay? And everyone's talking about how great he's going to be. Can we at least put the brakes on a little bit, please? And Grant, can you see him like being maybe the sixth man uh, coming up no. the bench like uh, Barry did? Uh, he was a smart no. for the Kings. No, okay. no, not this year. No, no, no I don't. Okay. I don't. No, but I mean, listen. If he's one of the top ten guys on the team, Jerry, which which means he would be in the rotation. I'm happy with that. I think if he can play and be a top ten guy, which Mike Brown uses ten guys, then that's fine. And I think he will be. Grant, do you think if Kevin Herter starts to struggle early in the season, would you see Mike Brown maybe bringing in Sasha just to see how things go? No, because Sasha's not a shooting guard. Sasha is a, really a stretch four is his best position, not a shooting guard. So, okay. no, um, you know, Mike Brown, if you if you noticed last year, he didn't change the starting lineup at all. You know, he's very – when he gets his starting lineup, he sticks with it. Now, he might pull guys after a couple of minutes, but Mike's very uh, – you know, he doesn't mess around with the starting lineup once he gets it down. I mean, look at last year, right? The starting right. lineup was the same every night. Yeah. And Grant, you know what? If the Kings stay healthy, how how many wins, if they stay healthy, how many wins do you think this team could win this year? 
50. 50 games. Wow. And do you think that's enough to win the uh, Pacific Division? Yeah, but winning the division is not a big deal anymore. It's just where your seeding is. But, yeah, if you win 50 games, you're a top-four seed, which means you'll host uh, the first round of the playoffs. And then, Grant, you always say that teams have to uh, they have to crawl before they can walk, right? Yes. Do you think yep. the Kings – Start, um, do you think they have started to walk? Uh, I mean, meaning that, you know, granted they lost last year to the Warriors, but, you know, they should have won that series by all means, but, you know, it's what it is. How do you think this team's Kings, of uh, this year's Kings team could, uh, if they get into the postseason, how far do you think they can go? Well, last year I think they crawled, walked, and jogged, and now this year it's time to sprint. <laughs> so okay. uh, I, th- I think they made amazing strides, Jerry, last season. And there's no reason to me why they can't be a formidable opponent to everyone else in the West. Again, you and I can't forecast injuries. Right. But when I look at their roster, they're very deep. They have depth at every position. I'm still not sold on point guard. Other than, I mean, Fox is great. But other than that, I think they're very deep. And they, there's no reason why they shouldn't be very good again this year. And Grant, do we know if uh... – DeMonte Sabonis, did he um did he ever have sur- uh surgery no. for his oh okay, okay. Not, so no, I don't believe he did. Nope. So he, uh, yeah, he's good. He just rested. Okay. Well, all right, Grant. Well, you know, thanks for taking my call, Grant. Love your show. Take it easy. Thank you, buddy. You take care. Bye bye. All right, good show today. And uh tomorrow I'll be over on YouTube. Don't know what time yet. I gotta look at my schedule, but that will be tomorrow on uh if you don't like that. Hey, you all take care. Enjoyed this conversation very much. And thanks to those who joined on the uh, roundtable. Thanks to Rich for checking in from Buenos Aires, Argentina, as he continues on his journey. Seems like he's going away all the time. I like that. You know, listen, we live in a crazy world and, you know, life is short. You can travel, go travel, experience the world, but be safe while you're doing it. All right. Take care, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Bye bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.